Welcome to the NutraCast, a production by Nutra Ingredients USA. I'm Danielle Masterson. Thank you for joining me here on the NutraCast, where we talk and share insights from inside the nutrition industry. Not all fungal products are equal, and if you want the benefits, well, you have to know which part you're getting in your supplements. With so many different kinds of mushrooms and products on the market, knowing what to look for can be overwhelming. Here to give us a down low on the biocompounds and fungi is Brendan Smith, CEO of Raw Botanics. Hi, Brendan, and welcome to the NutraCast. Hi, Danielle. Thanks a lot for having me and looking forward to diving in. I am looking forward to diving in. And so for starters, why don't you tell me a bit about your background and what spurred the idea of Raw Botanics? Sure. I'm an entrepreneur and a consumer, and I have always been interested in natural wellness products. And I had a a life-changing near-death experience when I was 17. And after that experience, um, it was from a a stabbing, actually, that occurred, a violent attack that occurred as I was in college. You're at your probably physical peak, or at least I was as a student athlete. You go out to the world, and then you're, you're faced with this traumatic experience. And for my entire adult life after that, experience, I've seeked out natural remedies to help with pain, to help with uh, sleep disorder that I have, and help with my overall PTSD. So I very much am a, a consumer who had this need and someone who had a desire for natural products. And as an entrepreneur, I would always come back to wanting to be in the natural supplement business, and I didn't know that much about it. So a couple businesses later, um, and I've, I've run an advertising agency and I've done a few different things in my career, I had this opportunity to jump in and get into working with mushrooms and working with cannabinoids and other botanicals uh, to build this product. And, and that's where I am today. Wow. I am so sorry to hear about that stabbing. At, at what point did you come up with the idea of raw botanics? Was there a certain light bulb moment for you? Sure. Actually, it didn't happen until about uh, the start of the pandemic, right? So I don't when that was, right? Uh, 2019. I had um, I had been living with PTSD for you know over 20 years, and you know when you when you have an experience, a near death experience like I had, you're given prescription pills, and you're and you're, and you go to psychotherapy, and you're given more pills, and those things may work, but Early on, I knew they weren't for me, and I spent a lot of my time trying to figure out how to recover, and that was 20 years of of suffering. The problem with that is that you're really self-medicating. You're trying to find, you know, healthy ways to, to, you know, remedy this through meditation or adaptogens and things like that, but the, the problem didn't go away, and it would ebb and flow. But around the pandemic, with all this stuff that was going on around us, with this, you know, have young kids now they're now they're um, they're homeschooling and and trying to explain to my kids what a pandemic is and why they have to wear masks and this fear that we all had, it was right then that I had this kind of aha moment. I go to my my cabinet, my medicine cabinet, and as soon as I heard there's a pandemic, I'm loading up on turkey tail and cordyceps and vitamin E and I'm increasing my my omega 3s and my my B vitamins right I'm really I've always been that way you know fish oil 
and brewer's yeast and these natural remedies. And I was wondering, is everyone else doing that? Is everyone else right now building up their immunity? Because it was obvious to me, the first thing we should do is work on our immunity. And the answer was no. I mean, I sat there and my wife was like, what are you doing? You know, what are you, <laughs> what are you doing in the kitchen with all this crap, you know? <laughs> and I'm like, I'm focused on my immunity. I'm not letting this thing get me. And, you know, we're going to start more meditation, more walks in nature. We're going to, we're going to load up on, on turkey tail and why not? So at the end of the day, when I started talking to friends and family, I felt like I was one of the only people doing this. So I knew that there was an opportunity to introduce it to other people. And I started looking for companies that I could acquire. That was the first step that were going down this road. And um, I found a company out of the UK that was working with cannabinoids. And I acquired that company and started rebuilding it into what it is today. But the aha moment was definitely a, a pandemic. This was born in the pandemic. And it's that stress. And, and for me, I have night terrors. I have severe PTSD from, from something that happened over 20-something years ago. And all of that, although those nightmares and those, those night terrors, they came back. And they came back because every time you turn on the TV, it's negative news and all this negative energy. And I wanted to solve that problem. And I created the product that we have we call REST, which is a, a mix of a reishi mushroom with a CBN cannabinoid and ashwagandha and a number of other botanicals. And it was like instantly it helped. And within of weeks uh, to a month, it, it really changed my life. And so that's where it started uh, with a rest product for sleep. This is all natural. There's no synthetic melatonin or anything like that in it. It's just mushrooms and hemp cannabinoids and terpenes. Wow. So you're looking outside, probably watching your neighbors load up their garages with toilet paper while you're restocking your cabinet with turkey tail and, and cordyceps. Uh, what was it about mushrooms that helped you out so much? What do you think was in there or what drew you to them? Really interesting is that I do not like mushrooms, right? So that's going to that's gonna freak some people out. As a child, we always had natural products, even as a, a little kid. It was, um, I think we thought a sugar cereal was grape nuts. You know, we didn't, <laughs> there was no sugar in our house. There was, a, everything was natural. If my mother can make it, that's, um, she followed more like the Native American traditions on, on medicine and, and plants. So it was always, it was always around us. And she would cook with a lot of mushrooms and I could not stand the the taste the texture of the mushrooms you know so for me to embrace mushrooms is really interesting and the reason i did was because after i was i'm doing a ton of research and i'm trying to figure out what can help with sleep and what can help with athletic performance and i really got turned on to a couple mushrooms that i thought were game changer turkey tail being a big one and reishi being another one and so i started trying to take these in powder forms. And of course, the taste would throw me off a little bit. My wife does try to incorporate mushrooms in our cooking at home, and we do the best we can with that. But for me, having it in a tincture or in a, you know, some kind of editable, like we make soft gels, that was, you know, I don't taste it anymore. And it worked. I mean, mushrooms, the combination of 
of a, of a reishi mushroom with ashwagandha and CBN. I am, it's just amazing how these things synergistically, they're all things that help with stress, you know? So it's not shocking that they would work together, but the CBN and the CBD alone were great. But when I added in the reishi or the ashwagandha, it just, something happened where they started, it's just worked better. So for me, it was, it was just the evidence was there that these things had a, an effect. And I wanted to go down that, that rabbit hole and, and really get into them. Uh, so I started incorporating them into every product. So Raw Botanics started as a hemp-based business. And we are just as much a mushroom business today. Maybe we have two products that don't have a mushroom in it. And one of those doesn't even have hemp in it. So it's really just about finding what works that's made in nature and how can we use this as an adaptogen to improve our mental or our physical performance and longevity. And mushrooms are just fantastic with that. What does your mom think about all this? She thinks it's crazy. <laughs> she, thinks it's, <laughs> well, no, she thinks it's really funny that I was that little kid who was like gagging. And, um, you know, this was a long time ago when you could force feed kids. Uh, you can't do that anymore. But she would be like, you know, you're, you're not leaving to eat your mushrooms. So now when she sees this, I think she's sometimes surprised it's mushrooms. Uh, but she's not surprised that I'm this passionate about natural wellness. I mean, I, we talk about it as a family. It was around my dinner table growing up. The idea that so many of us go to a doctor and we just listen to what the doctor says, and we walk home with a handful of pills. This is most of America, and it's a huge problem. And why wouldn't we go out and try to solve the problem ourselves first, right? Because I sell a mushroom supplement, and I will tell anyone who comes to me to talk to me about mushrooms or adaptogens that the first thing they should do is try incorporating the whole mushroom into their diet. Just cook it and eat it. You, don't, you know, you don't have to buy a supplement. And I also tell those same people that the first thing they really, you know, they should be looking at is before even going down the road of, of going into supplements is what are they putting in their body? What are they doing on a daily basis, whether it's diet or exercise and start making those changes and, and a supplement and hopefully my brand can help them. It can assist. I mean, it, it's, it's something I'm passionate about and I use it in my daily life. But it's not the first thing that I reach for. I mean, I, I mentioned I did a, I told you I, was, I do a two hour or an hour, whatever I have time for, walk in nature. I do that every day. And it's a mental thing. I don't have a, a phone with me. I don't have music or a podcast. I listen to the birds. I listen to my feet. I look for mushrooms. I touch the ground. I do that every day. That one exercise alone it's more beneficial than any supplement I'm, I'm taking. That's the truth. It really is. I mean, just with the calorie burn, with the getting detached from technology, so many people, and certainly people who run supplement companies, are, aren't going to say that. But I feel passionate about it. So I don't think my family would be is surprised at all because it's, it's the way I've, I was raised. And it's certainly... Uh, what I incorporate in my daily life. And it all starts with nature. Mm -hmm. Talk to me about mushroom supplements that are made with fruiting bodies versus mycelium. What's the difference for those who may not know? This is a really challenging topic because 
if you just Google it, you're going to see like mycelium verse fruiting body. And it's this, that's not a fair thing to do is to pin these against each other. Mycelium is a very beneficial part of the mushroom. It's most beneficial to some extent because the mycelium is the root system. And if you just look at the mycelium on the forest floor, it's this vast network that's feeding nutrients and information from all sorts of material into its network and ultimately into a mushroom. So the analogy people like to use is that the mycelium is the apple tree and you know the apple is is the is the mushroom. Well, I think it's a good analogy in that an apple tree is a very complex organism that feeds into the apple so much nutrients and you can pluck the apple off and the apple will ultimately die, yet the apple tree continues to thrive and produce more product. So the mycelium is very similar in the, the idea that the mycelium is amazing organism that's, that's reaching out and absorbing so many different compounds. And mycelium is amazing. Uh, fruit body is amazing. Uh, the mushroom, whole mushroom is an amazing thing. Now, when you add that into the context of a supplement company, that's when things really do change. And so in, in looking into, you know, what product I would select off a shelf, I would, I would look at the label. I would look for a company that is selling fruit body extract as their mushroom ingredient. And I would avoid companies using mycelium on grain. And, and the reason I would do that isn't because mycelium has less nutrients in it than, than, than the fruit body. I would do that because knowing the supplement business, I know that it is much easier and faster and cheaper to produce mycelium on grain than it is to produce a fruit body. So if you were to go out as a, as a brand and you were to shop it around and try to find cultivators to produce your supplement brand, you would find everyone selling you and quoting you on mycelium on grain. That's the first thing that's going to come across your desk. That's what everyone uses. And they're using it because it's cheap. They're not using it because it's better for you. They're not using it for any other reason. And so when we explored this opportunity, we wrote mycelium on grain off right away uh, because that's what everyone was using because we didn't see that there was enough nutrients from the mushroom in it. And we wanted to use a more whole mushroom approach, which is the fruit body, the stem and the cap. Um, so I think that consumers, you know, they they watch a movie, which is an amazing movie. If you've seen that, I think, was it a uh, fantastic fungi? Uh, that's an amazing movie. I'm, I love it. And it's great. And it does describe what mycelium is in an amazing and beautiful way. What it doesn't describe is what happens when you make mycelium in a lab or in a kind of a strip mall. And these companies are, you know, cutting a lot of corners when it comes to that. They're not producing a fruit body mushroom ever. They're not producing, you know, it's it's straight up oats uh, that are, you know, a mycelium that is feeding on oats. And they may not even get to the, the part of the process where it consumes all of the oats, right? It may stop it prematurely in an effort to just continue to produce this mycelium that they can then grind up into a powder, sell as a supplement. And unfortunately, that is happening. And so... I think consumers should look at the back at this stage, unless you're very experienced and you know which brands to look for. I would I would choose brands that are, are in the fruit body extract game before the mycelium. Okay. And that is easy to find on the packaging, I assume, or, or how do consumers find that? 
So, yeah, you look at the back and you're looking for that word, mycelium, which, again, I want to I want to emphasize is not a bad word. Mycelium is an amazing, beautiful part of the the mushroom. But you're looking for mycelium on grain and it will always say either mycelium on grain or myceliated oats. It will have oat, grain, rice. You're going to see those words and people refer to them as fillers, right? In supplements, usually rice, oats, uh, and they are fillers. But it gets very complicated because the mycelium is, is being cultivated in oats. And there definitely are supplement companies that can can do this and do it in a way that would retain a lot of nutrients of the mycelium. But there's more that aren't, that are just doing it so quickly. And there's no real benefit on the consumer end going after a mycelium product your benefit is going to come from the the fruit body extract. So you read the label, you look for mycelium, and you're looking for the words rice, oats, any any grain, really, right? So you're looking for the grain, and those are the things you, you want to avoid as a consumer and look for the company that when you turn it around, it says fruit body extract. And a really good exercise is just, you know, I hate to, to trash Facebook, but, you know, you look at Facebook marketing. There, there are brands on Facebook all day long selling mushroom supplements. You've never heard of them because they pop up daily. And I can tell you that you're not going to find one of them who's selling fruit body extract because it's too expensive and because they're basically just reselling what is made in a huge manufacturing facility. And that's going to be myceliated oats or mycelium on grain. And what role does product testing play in all this? For our brand, product testing is really important because we have, it's not just mushrooms that we're working with. We're working with cannabinoids. We're working with adaptogens like ashwagandha and specifically, and we're working with terpenes. So when we do product testing, we have to get certificate of analysis. We have to get in-depth reports that are going to show that there's no metals and and there's no toxins you know you're going to want to see all that in a product like ours Um, so it starts with lab testing to understand what is in your product and a consumer should be looking for that you know if they can't find lab tests whether it's a you know a mushroom only supplement or if it's a mushroom and hemp certainly they should be uh, showing lab results and those lab results should be on every single product that that company makes that's where they have to start. And that's extremely important because it's going to tell you the difference between a company that is really fly by night and someone who invested in getting the third party results. And that's the most important product testing, I would say, is really starting with the lab test. And then after that, trying to get to the point where what Robotanics is, is looking to do is, is clinical trials. And that would be our next step in, in our product evolution is really getting clinical trials to do in-depth product testing on the efficacy of, of the product. But um, for the most part, I think it has to start with the the ingredients and making sure what you say is in it is actually in it. And unfortunately, there's a lot of players where that is very gray at best. So you have some clinical trials coming up. Anything else on the horizon that you can tell us about? We're always kind of biohacking and working on interesting things. So we have done a, a organic reef safe sunscreen. Uh, our product line is, is mostly edible products. These are tinctures and soft gels. But if we take a holistic approach on your health and we say, okay, here, you're doing all these things, you're doing them from the inside. Is there something else that our company should be offering? And we see this huge hole 
in the sunblock, you know, and it's something we never thought we would get into. But being in San Diego and the reef and the ocean being so important to us, we started looking and having kids. I start looking at what I'm putting on my kids. And I was just I can't find a sunblock that I would I feel good about putting on my kids. So we created this sunblock that uses beeswax and avocado and mango butter. I won't go down the whole list, but you can take a spoonful of this stuff and eat it. And everything in it is edible and, and healthy and great for you. Obviously, it's it's a, a physical sunblock, so we're, we're, you know, we want you to put it on your face. But the idea is that can brands take a holistic approach and say, you know, this is the, you know, this is what you have to do for, you know, your your physical, your mental well-being. And what does that mean for a consumer? So I, I like the idea of us going into sunblock specifically because I hope to go back and get into edible products that can help with skin condition and not just sun protection, but eczema and, you know, you know just skin ir- irritations, which people suffer from kind of the free radical situation and, and from inflammation. So it's for us starting with this sunblock, which is very different from our entire product line, but ultimately it's getting back into how do we improve your skin using things that you put in your body. And that's kind of where we're going to circle back at in, in the next 12 to 24 months. And that is a big trend right now, the bi-directional approach, sort of ingesting things, but also putting topicals on your skin, right? Is that something that you're seeing as well? Yeah, that's something we're seeing. And I think it really makes sense because if you're, you know, I suffer for some for, uh, with some eczema and I do always take a, my first approach is what am I eating? What should I not be eating or drinking to help clear my skin? My skin is inflamed. What's going on? So I always take an internal approach on my own health, but it it's not, you know, sometimes it's not enough. And then you start looking for topical things, right? So it's this, this really this whole body approach and you're doing all you can for the inside of your body. And then you, you go to reach for a product and it's full of all these chemicals that you're going to put on the outside of your body. Well, that doesn't make sense. And it's kind of funny, but that's the way I I was putting on um, sunblock and someone said to me, they were like, you know, Brendan, you take such good care of your body. You're always concerned with what you're putting in your body. You talk about toxins and products all the time. And yet here you go. You're putting sunblock on. That's this stuff is horrendous. And I was like, yeah, you're right. I should make a sunblock. So, you know, so we so we started making the sunblock. That's kind of how it happened. But I do think these things you have to look at your health holistically like that. And you have to you have to talk about it and reach for products that are going to benefit you on the inside as well as on the outside. And as soon as we all take that approach, I think we'll we'll see better results in our own health, well-being. And that's the goal. Absolutely. We will be on the lookout for that sunblock and all your other products. Brendan Smith, CEO of Raw Botanics, thank you so much for joining me here on the NutriCast. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. If you like what you just heard, you could subscribe to the NutriCast wherever you get your podcast. You can also head to NutraIngredients-USA.com for even more Nutri-related content. Thank you for listening. I'm Danielle Masterson. As always, I'll catch you here on the NutriCast next week. <music>